Hello and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. Today, in light of recent environmental news, In order to fulfill my solemn duty to protect America and its citizens, the United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord Thank you. The week's national correspondent, Ryan Cooper, resurrects a rather bold solution for staving off catastrophic global warming, waging a war on climate change. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about waging a metaphorical war. That tool for public policy initiatives has been worn thin. The war on drugs. War on poverty. That war on Christmas. The war on women. Well, you get the point. Such metaphors are matched only by our lack of actual declarations of war when it comes to fighting people around the world. But now I'd like to dust off the tired concept and infuse it with its original meaning for an issue that actually necessitates an all-out war. Yes, I'm suggesting an all-out war on climate change would do our Earth good. Now, in our experience, a metaphorical war on a domestic problem has come to mean a milk-toast, half-hearted policy doled out to some cabinet secretary or the other. But real war is something else entirely. It means mobilization, historically perhaps the most significant action that any government undertakes. And furthermore, war can have a huge positive impact on the economy. The urgency that war summons has brought about fundamental innovations such as nuclear power, the computer, and modern aircraft. Indeed, an emergency reboots our decrepit and dysfunctional institutions and allows America to be once again capable of great things. So what, you might ask, would a war on climate change look like? It would mean literally putting the United States on something like a war footing. Back in World War II, this meant stoking the economy to a fever pitch with deficit spending to wring out every last scrap of material while controlling inflation with price controls, rationing, and forced savings. With similarly aggressive government actions, a war on climate change would implement a crash transition from a carbon-based economy to one anchored in renewables and nuclear. There has long been a debate about whether planning-based or market-based policies would be more effective in reducing emissions. The market-based approach, which would include a stiff carbon tax that ratchets up, does have much to recommend it. But people hate taxes, especially in this country. We like our policy hidden in the tax code inside Byzantine regulations so we can pretend like we're not spending money when we really are. Conservatives, needless to say, will hate the war plan. But take note that this scenario assumes a pileup of climate disasters that will eventually force government to leap into action. If conservatives want to avoid the mobilization option, they should start demanding market-based policy tomorrow. For if climate change worsens, nations may not have a choice. But in the end, I suspect an emergency is what it will take for this country to deal with this crisis. Historically, the American way of tackling serious problems is to dither and bicker and procrastinate until we are so far down the maw of crisis that we're grazing its tonsils, then suddenly snap into action with incredible speed and vigor. 
We're not there yet, and we may not even be capable of that anymore. But if we're going to deal with climate change, that may be the only realistic way out. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. To read more about this story or to binge more opinions from the week, visit theweek.com slash podcast. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, we'd like to offer you four risk-free issues of The Week magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash for free. Thanks and happy listening. Happy listening.